This is NRL Boom Rookies. Questions episode alongside me, not in self quarantine. Mitch Doyle, I might. Should I be? I don't know. Uh, Mrs. got here from overseas like ten days ago. Yeah, I feel like I could be. Have quarantine. you ordered a juice loosener from Osaka, Japan? No, I have not. Oh, they should be fine then. Well, Anna, what was that? What's spreading it now? Is it? I don't know. That's what the, that happened in the Simpsons. So oh, okay, yeah, because I thought Japan were pretty clean. I don't know right now. I'm not sure. And um, joining us for the first time, uh, Peterborough wrestler, Survivor alumni, Matty Warburg. 21st century success story, NBA natural born athlete. I think you could hype it up a little bit more than that. <laughs> yeah, I know. I was the best man at your wedding too, yep. and you and you give me that. I showed like six people you doing the Stone Cold thing yesterday, the photo. But that's it's, not today. Yeah, no. I'd, I'd, I'd like in the future maybe if we... I, you need more hype. I need more, more pomp and circumstance. I deserve more I than that. We probably could have had a bit of a drum roll maybe, yeah. and maybe not took the lights up and down, but turn the audio See? up and down. I, this but... is why I, I like Mitch. <laughs> Mitch is a good dude, Bungard. Yeah. I ain't got time for you sometimes. An hour ago, you were off my team. Yeah. And I'm back. back. I'm back. So, Matt was here doing uh, the first in our series of NRL Greatest Games podcast, which we'll, we'll drop in a couple of weeks' times so after this one airs, but we've already recorded that. Obviously, that was a great time. Spoiler alert, incredible podcast. Great game. Yeah. Great yeah. podcast. Yeah. Great podcast. Great. He should, he should stay. If he's right. pumping up pr- yep. future content, <laughs> he's already getting more hype. Yep. So this will be our All Questions episode. Uh, Mitchell, who gets priority when you start asking the questions? So, yeah, we've had Patreon announced and launched, as you guys all know, if you listen to the first few episodes. So we're doing a priority for our Patreon listeners. And firstly, I want to thank those guys who, who got behind us. It's You can see it public anyway. There's 34 patrons, which is not a, a, a ginormous number, but for us, I appreciate that a lot. You know, in one week. On a Tuesday, we got 30-odd on Monday signed up, and that's the kind of stuff that'll keep us doing this this year. You know, we got a lot of free feedback over the years, so money feedback's pretty nice. I, I'm, I'm genuinely really appreciative of, of all of that so far. Um, and yeah. how many nudes do you have to put up a week? Because that's Patreons for nudes, isn't it? I've, I have had requests for OnlyFans. Oh, yeah. okay. And it's more of like a micro penis thing they want the people looking for. Yeah, like oh, to, that's like what, that's dog. yeah, that's yeah. it. But that's exactly right, like that. Okay, so we're going to give question priority to our Patreon fans. If you want to get behind us on Patreon, it's patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookie. There's a couple of tiers there. We've already um, opened up to do some bonus episodes for patrons as well. Originally, we didn't announce that because we didn't know if we'd get enough people. And yeah. I wasn't doing enough. I wasn't doing bonus episodes for seven listeners, let's be honest. It's fair, but we're already up to 30-something. So that's yeah, so if we crack 50, it'll be, it'll be definitely worth it for us. Already is worth it for us, really. But we'll it start is, with but... The- uh, you know, 50 would definitely put us over the line, I think. Are you serious? Yeah. We're going to have any questions. So we'll start with the patron questions. So the first one comes from Joshua Gunton. He says, what are your opinions on the NRL postponing or currently not postponing the season? Also, please fix your hair. That could be for all three of us about hair now. Yeah, it's, it's pretty fair. So, okay, um, coronavirus, let's well, go. Well, I, I mean... We will do this quickly because the plan is when Dale arrives later to just do a full sort of episode on the coronavirus thing because we're going to have a lot of takes about that and a lot of sort of people having different opinions on that. But I think that it's crazy that they're still going ahead with the season at this point in time. And now I don't know if they will given what the Warriors have said in the last couple of hours. I feel like it's inevitable this comp suspended. But um, I understand what why they're doing what they're doing. It's not like... The- the NRL isn't the NBA, it isn't the Premier League. Like A couple of weeks off can really cripple them financially. And it doesn't sound like a great thing that the game can be crippled in a few weeks, but it can be. Like, if they lose $10 million a week for a few weeks, their deficit they had... Sorry, their, not their deficit. Their surplus they had this offseason is already gone. But, and you got to think about not just the players, mm-hmm. the people who work at the grounds, everyone who's involved with these NRL teams 
if the games aren't played, are going to be affected by that. Well, that's it, mate. Like my job is tied to this stuff, and my, myself, if, if rugby league exactly. stops, like it sounds, it is selfish, right? But I don't want it to stop because my job's tied to this. And if this doesn't go ahead, if rugby league stops, bonuses are dead for me this year. Pay raises are yep. dead for me this year. I'm just in the same spot in the same rut, and you know, it, it's. Also, it, we'd have to think of way more original content ideas if there was no footy to talk about. Yeah. And that's, and that's a lot of pressure. It is. And also the whole thing, like, it's the other implications of this as well is that, you know, if this only lasts two weeks, and they're all maybe thinking, or a month, they're talking to smarter people than me on the issue. Like, how do they restructure the entire season then uh, from here? Because... Well, yeah. Weren't you saying that you reckon the season just ends here, South's equal premiers? Didn't, that's that... true. And the Roosters wouldn't spoon us. Yeah. So, uh, that <laughs> sounds fine to me. But it's like, you know, if, if, it, if they lose games, they lose broadcast money, yeah. they break contracts, and then if they're playing extra games well, they can't push the grand final back from that weekend... <laughs> I get, I get all so, of that, but at the same time, like literally every other organization on earth is following the advice of doctors and medical experts, and the NRL's not. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Badminton's still on. I saw that. Okay. I clicked on the bbc.co.uk. The darts, is the dart still going? I clicked their the live... Darts will never die. Yeah. Okay. I clicked their live sport tab and had the biggest, biggest laugh. Saturday night, it was like, watch the pool. <laughs> watch badminton. You've got to think it's a business decision too. It, it is. Because you look, the NRL looks bad because all these other sporting... Brands of all it is a cancel games. Yeah. If you're the only one running, it just doesn't make you look good. The other yeah. option is: do they do it without fans? Well, they are doing that without fans for next know? week. But so that's going to be a bit, that's going to be an interesting situation too. Like, yeah, as their press without, I think without so, fans, you can just about get away with it. Yeah, their press conference but, today did say that this could all change by tomorrow. Yeah. That's Peter Vlandis and Todd Greenberg's press conference today. So it could all be different tomorrow, and it most likely will yeah, be. we'll see what happens. Yeah, and we'll talk about this again later. Uh, next question comes from Jack Colley. He says, for Mitch, do you see anything more from Seabold to support moving your opinion on him at all? And then also, how cooked is the Broncos' edge defense, and how cooked is the Cowboys' attack not being able to exploit it at all? Okay, well, one, one game shouldn't swing your opinion on anything. That's... Not a tiny sample size, and Seabold had an entire season of making wrong decisions of mine. Wait, so you think Nathan Merritt should have got more chances in Origin? Yes, <laughs> got him. Got him. Rep game. Well, as a Queenslander, yes. But like, got him. <laughs> the more Merritt, the better yeah. for the Queenslanders. But it's one of those things, mate. Like the two things that happen on in that game is Sarko played fullback and Pango played on the edge. And whilst Pango suspended now, like those two guys were shining lights. So Sarko was amazing at fullback, but in Seabold's full strength thirteen, neither of those are in that position. How can I be that impressed? No, that's true. Um, uh, yeah. yeah, you know, he's sort of almost like succeeding in spite of himself a little bit on it. Saturday night. He's got, so. got a little, got a little, got a little, sorry, night, got a little good talent in that yeah. team. And then the edge defense thing, uh, man, I don't know how we are so narrow on our goal line. And you mentioned that the Cowboys attack is cooked. They're still doing block plays. Like what's happening at the Cowboys is why in our season preview, we didn't pick them in the top eight. None of us did. The coaching is letting down talent there that... Broncos' edges is a terrible defensively in this game. Any time you're on the goal line, it feels like quick hands is the best option because you've watched the even the Gavin Cooper try. The centre was on Gavin Cooper, like three men in. I don't the know RSA why they're so narrow. And SOS needs to be sent to Matt Gillette, the world's premier defender. Yeah, the world's greatest ever goal line defender, whatever it was. Yeah. Okay. Next question, mate. P25. Okay, this is a bit more. We might de- dive into this in a bit of a Patreon pod. He's asked for name your Pacific Island All Stars, and I'm just going to write. I'm not just going to rattle off thirteen right now. It's never right when we do that, so we'll leave that one for now. Sam Cassiano <laughs> in the halves. He might Remember be that the, cover tackle he, he made back. in that game. 
You know, like, that was sick. Considering how bad the halfbacks are from like Samoa, Tonga, you Fiji. You can't tell me Sam Cassiano is not better than Thomas Lulawai. You he, can't. He could be the seven. Yeah, let's he, do it. Uh, and then Rowan Edwards says, which current player are you least looking forward to seeing on the Fox Sports commentary team? Ooh. Oh. Oh. That's a good question. Okay, that's hated. See, I, I'm looking forward to seeing Cameron Smith, so it's not him. Um, I have two. Okay. I'll let you guys go first. Because you got to... So, commentary. Because... Every football player thinks that's that's what they're going to do afterwards, and very yeah. very few of them are actually good at what they do. Yeah, and even the ones that do get there weren't aren't that good at it either. No, <laughs> they're just like they're just good good blokes who you know they want to help out. It's all about who you I'm know. I'm looking forward to seeing guys like Luke here and Cameron Smith do it. I think they'd both be really good at it. Um, I think that um, I think I know who you're going to say you don't want to see. There's two, and you don't know one of them easily. Yeah, um, you, you don't want to see. Tom Tabojevic. No, he's not. He's he wouldn't even do it. I don't think. Like it's for me. It's the two obvious ones: uh, Kalen Ponga and Daly Cherry Evans. Like oh, yeah. wrong, wrong, wrong. Blonde haired spine player in nearly team. Pong is on there already now, but like it's one of these things. Like I don't actually like hearing naturally great players talk about the sport because, like, for Kalen Ponga, this sport is really easy to him. He thinks, and it's same with like when I, like Lockyer and those guys generally aren't have very, don't have very good analysis. They're just good at it. It's like, you it's why the talk, best players like, never oh. make the best coaches? It's like I would just simply do a better thing than he did if I was in that position. It's like, oh, yeah. okay, thanks, Darren. The only thing with like <laughs> guys like Callum Ponga though is I think he's really switched on when it comes to younger fans, especially with like he's on TikTok Definitely. and things like that. Oh god, I so hate it. He is. It is. It is stupid from our perspective, but having someone like him does help kind of bring new viewers into the game. God. Yeah, that's it. Hundred percent. Like, I, like I don't want to see him, but. You know, there are this, positives. This question was so much easier when Paul Gallen and Sam Thiday were still playing. <laughs> yeah, and now they're there and they're terrible. <laughs> Thiday's embarrassing. Gallen at least has like an interesting take every few weeks. Thiday is embarrassing. He's not funny either. He's Everyone not, thinks he's funny. He's not funny. He hasn't been funny for 15 years. No, he had that, like a few, he, had a, he can dance funny. That's, That's it. about it. But he's like, his joke for his career was like, oh, I'll get into my knickers and do a dick dance in the change rooms. Yeah. Yeah, you've got, you got a room with footy players to laugh. Well yeah. done. He's like Finchy. Finchy has that one joke about doing drugs and the other joke about how he went to heaps of clubs and he yeah. just does it the same yeah. one over gotta, and over gotta again. Give, gotta give the punters the hits. And he's, not, here, the hits. And he's not there this year. <laughs> nope, fancy that. <laughs> yeah, okay. Next question. One more Patreon question on Patreon before we prioritise them on Twitter. So another one comes from P 25 on Patreon. Uh, he asks... Oh, I've lost it right now. Good from me. Okay. He's, okay, here we go. If Kalen Ponga goes to Union... Does it prove once and for all that he's a Nazi sympathizer? Wow. <laughs> so, again, if you haven't heard this story, we might have to do a pod on this. I think we do. So, it's an old story, but it's been resurfaced over the off-season about the rugby union siding with the Nazis in World War II. Colluding with the Nazis to get rugby league kicked out. In, in France. And it, it's a true fact. It happened. Uh, I wouldn't confirm he's a Nazi, but he's not not a Nazi if he goes there. Yeah. So, so we're going to have Kalen Ponga, yeah. who's a Nazi sympathiser, yes. and then we've got Mitchell Pearce, who's a big fan of Robert Mugabe. Oh. <laughs> so who, who's the worst bloke out of those two? I don't know. I think it's quite close. My favourite thing of that Mugabe one was, like, Knights fans, all power to them. They are, like, they're sipping the Kool-Aid. They are as dedicated as you can be. They were trying to defend it. Yeah. So, look, look. The quote was still good, regardless of the man who said it. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay, <laughs> Matt, as a Roosters fan, you should actually you should teach a course to Knights fans on how to stick through Mitchell Pearce through thick and thin. Yeah, man. Like, what, what did he like? Everyone's humped a dog. Everyone's yeah. humped a dog. Yeah, you know, <laughs> this is probably one of the this is probably one of the better mistakes that he made. Yeah, I have a complicated relationship with the Roosters fans because often I hate players they hate. 
that's who they love. But when they leave, we, we unite. Like yeah. me, me and Mitch Pierce guys with the Roosters, we're all on board. Maroosa's mates are now on board, me not liking Latrell. It's oh, like, yeah, no, Latrell's the biggest wanker yeah, in the game. Yeah, that's it. We're, yeah. we're getting along great now. Soon I'll probably not like someone they love and it'll be hate, but we're, we're, we're getting along now. Me and Ando, great. Yeah, <laughs> I'm very happy to hear it. That's it. <laughs> okay. Okay, over to Twitter, we'll prioritise Patreon listeners. And this turns out now that most of people ask us questions actually already are on Patreon, so it's not really a priority, but here we go. Uh, Messon's got Ozil, a good friend Dave, says, Can the form of any team from this round be taken seriously when the teams know that the season will be suspended any day now? Like, because we're, we're watching the, the, the Dragons are about to play here. It must be a strange feeling going into this, having no idea if you're going to play again this season. Yeah. Like, are you willing to put your body on the line the same, knowing that this game might end up meaning nothing? Yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's a weird one. Hey, it's like, I definitely feel like the, the Warriors are cooked next week. No matter who they play, they're playing. If on, they end up playing, if they end up playing on the Gold Coast, like two of them are going back home for family. A lot of them don't want to be in Australia still. But the rest of the guys, you, you make a good point. Like you, you're playing now. I guess you're trying to just get it out of your mind and not think about it. But a lot of these guys, you know, might not play for another month. Who knows after this? Well, this could be like we could have one game. Of, it's happening so much that we don't even know what's going to happen next. So That's it. It must be a very strange time for the, for these players because you, you'd be excited all off season to get back on the park. Yeah, and then you have one game, and all of a sudden, even next week having no fans, it's also going to be you know That's it. taking the, away the and fun. It, and the reality is, like, if the game stop, they're going not going to get any money. Like yeah. they're not getting paid. So that's also interesting for them. Anyway, next question comes from Joey is goat. Terrible handle, wrong Joey. Given that the Warriors will be playing in shutout stadiums and a shutout from their country, will they simply? Were they simply completing the trifecta by being shut out by the Knights? <laughs> they were. But they were. They did not go well the other night, they did they? Not. They did not. They they played just as bad as people expected them to play, which is never good in round one. They always, It's always classic Warriors. They have always have a very talented squad that just don't know how to play football. Yeah, and this year's one wasn't even that talented. No, now, now, usually they at least have some of those guys where you're like, oh, that guy's super talented, but now it's just like, oh, we don't even have them anymore. We have two of us to check. You're like, oh, okay. You have, have one you, guy. Have you watched, you know, um, Kicking and Screaming? Yes. With Will Ferrell, where it's yes. passed to the Italians? <laughs> it's just like, pass, <laughs> pass it to him. Give RTS the ball. That's it. You know he's going to do anything. Uh, Danny Boy 995 how many weeks before Full Hour blames gay marriage for coronavirus? <laughs> 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 How has that Oi, not happened? Let me check his Insta now Because I reckon it's already happened How has that, that not would... happened? I can't, I'm blocked So He's in France too Wait, you're blocked by f- He's blocked me on Twitter really? I don't know why I never tweeted him yeah, The only I... time I ever used his name Was calling Mitch Doyle Israel Folau In like 2015 Very because offensive Because he's from Queensland and Sorry, because he's from New South Wales And played for Queensland Israel oh. Folau You didn't call me GI Because of your uh, obvious ties to GI Correct Coward Yep Yep uh, GI's a good bloke He's never well, done anything He would have been blocked by GI then So a good call to get blocked by Flower. I, I could not handle being blocked by GI I have a good blocking story yeah. I am blocked by one Russell Crowe Oh Is it from adding him? So yeah uh, or, no, well, um, I remember what you said So he well, he, yeah. he, uh, he did a post when the Roosters won the The premiership last year And I just put a A gif of the Roosters celebrating afterwards That's it And then he blocked me did he do one of those fake, like, humble posts? Like, yeah, oh, yeah. kind of like that kind of thing. Good to see the Roosters do well, yeah. yeah. And he blocked me, the bastard. But how funny, Falau's playing well in France right now, so people over in Australia, grubby clubs are going like, you know what, maybe the gays are bad. <laughs> maybe this is all, all of a sudden people are changing their mind. <laughs> yeah, you know what, maybe they are bad. The Warriors looking at it like, you know what, the gays could be pretty terrible. We could use Izzy over here. <laughs> you yeah. know? Uh, next question from Joey is going again. After the cre- press conference from Peter Vlandes and Todd Greenberg, <laughs> should the game now be rebranded <laughs> Rugby League? 
So that Peter Valandi's pronunciation of rugby league doesn't sound so stupid. Rugby league. Rugby league. It's it's one of the most Australian things I've ever heard someone say. Yeah. Rugby league. It's and like he just got tired halfway through. <laughs> when he when he first said it, I was like, did he say rugby league? And then he just kept saying rugby, rugby. league. Rugby leg, sorry. It's like you don't need a shortener, mate. Uh, it's already short. It's already short. Just call it league. Or NRL. <laughs> NRL, you know? Yeah. Footy. Footy? <laughs> There's so many options. Rugby league. Yeah. Uh, Brett O'Shank, what are the essential foods to have in the cupboard to survive two weeks of isolation, including snacks, for the inevitable binge watching of Netflix? Well, you're a survival man, Warburg here, so what, what are the two weeks of isolation foods you'd well, have? I can confirm that you can live off rice for a month, barely any rice, and still survive. Yep. But unfortunately, there's no rice in, in, in Woolies anymore, so you can't even go and get it. They just have like the little packets that, like, no one wants a little packet no. of rice. Well, that's actually a survival question for you. Okay. So... You mentioned that you can eat a little bit of rice and live. Do you get like over a, a hunger hump after like two, three days and you're like, you know what, I can just eat a f- little bit of rice and I'm sweet? Yeah, your body kind of acclimatizes very quickly, but the hunger is more like for taste. Yeah. Because we don't have taste. So a lot of times you just, our conversations around camp are basically like, oi, how good's KFC chips? And everyone's like, oh. And then he's like, how good's KFC chips with the mashed and gravy? And you're just, all you want is just, you're just desperate for some type of taste. Like we would get uh, water from the ocean and mm. put it into our rice just so it had some salt, salt so we had something there. Right. This campfire sounds dangerously like podcast question times every week. How good's KFC? We, yep. we do that almost on a weekly <laughs> so basis. Because you, you, your team, just you kept not winning the rewards, right? So yeah. You were just like so hungry. Yeah, and, and the worst thing was because you got like a bag of rice and a bag of beans every four days. But then one... And so sometimes what we want to do, we wanted to put... The beans and the rice, be fancy. But one of the girls had some allergy to the beans and then, oh. Did you vote her out for that? You have to vote bean allergy No out. joke. First day I said, oi, let's get rid of her so we can have bean rice. Right? Yeah, these no are the things no you don't consider. You don't consider bean rice? They don't show that in the one-on-one interviews on the uh, on TV. No. The talking heads. There's no bean rice girl has to go. Yeah, we've got to get rid of her. She's not letting us put bean in the rice. <laughs> um, Harvey G says, oh, wait, we didn't actually answer the question, sorry. The survival snacks are two weeks. Oh, right, that. Um... I'm I'm struggling because I actually like cooking a lot. Yeah, so it's like for me, I'd like I I can't if if we're locked in for two weeks, I can't be cooking fresh meal meals every day. I think you, I feel like if you just gave me peanut butter and bread for two weeks, I'd be fine. You know what? Delicious. So when I used to work in the states, mm. they pay terror. I used to get seven dollars an hour, and because I didn't have much money, what I would do is I'll just have like two minute noodles, or whatever. But if I mm. wanted to be fancy, I put a little bit of mince meat. In the two minute noodles And some seawater And that was a <laughs> Real treat So I would just You know bring that back Mincy Mincy noodles Yeah I feel like two minute noodles Like the variety you can get now you Go to an Asian grocer or whatever So many It's like a home run Yeah, yeah. That's, Every day you can have something different That's right It's easy No stress And you can crack an egg into one as well if Oh That's real mince. fancy It is a fancy one Snacks I don't know South Patch kids are great Potato they, uh, chips I'm, I'm a Malteser guy Yeah got, I The problem with that is like how long are Maltesers keeping? Oh, that, oh. Mate, they've got sugar. They'll keep for 10 years. Okay, fine. <laughs> like, the same. That use-by date is not real. It's just that That's Sorry. it. Like, they have, have you seen they've got Malteser like, buttons now? that are, like The circles of Malteser with Malteser crumbs in them or whatever. I don't know. <sighs> I've got to try them. That sounds good. Maybe, on that. And I feel like if, if the apocalypse comes, the isolation comes, I'll just forget about 
eating well. It's like, mm, well, yeah. who needs a diet? Oh, nobody's seeing me anyway. So it's like, it's just, like, well, this is me now. This is me now. Just yeah. pigging out, just eating whatever you can see. I'm getting pods and long life milk and making pod cereal. What are we doing yep. here? <laughs> like, this sounds great. All yeah. our standards <laughs> are really going to drop very quickly. <laughs> so quickly. And my missus will be locked in with me. She has no other men to choose from now. No. <laughs> this is about what Sucked it like. in. This is it. This is it. <laughs> this is what you get. You're going to end up looking like Thor in the, the last Avengers movie. <laughs> yeah. Where are you going to go? The other corner of the room? <laughs> yeah, please. <laughs> That's my P corner. You gotta go to that corner. Uh, Harvey G says, "Question about the Roosters: Was it really turfing Mitch Pearce and winning two premierships if what it led to was Gus gloating about an opening round win for the five-year Planthers? Really worth turfing, turfing him." Fair point. You look at like that when they first got rid of Pearce and brought in Cronk. As a Roosters fan, I was like, I didn't like it. Not because obviously Cronk's an incredible player and yeah. it was actually better for our team, but having someone like Pearce who was a you know big part of our side for so long? You'd feel like you forget it's a business, mm. but now you look back and people yeah, move on very quickly, and I moved on very quickly too. And those two premierships, I enjoyed both those nights; they were fantastic, and I, <laughs> I would much rather have that. It was it was quite funny when when they signed Kronk. A lot of the chat was like, "Oh, this is only a good move if they win the comp." <laughs> they won too. They won, and no one ever brought it up again. No, it's like after the first one, as soon as as soon as like those first few weeks, and Kronk was doing what he was doing, everyone's just like, "Oh yeah, this makes complete sense." Yeah, I remember like round four or five of that year. He was like visibly frustrated on the field because he was instructing your guys to do stuff. And they just went on on his speed. They weren't keeping up with him, like yeah. mental speed. But after like round ten or so, it clicked. And that Luke Keary hit that next level. You're like, yeah, nobody wants Mitch Pierce back. He's dead. And the thing is, <laughs> like, Pierce he played so well last two years in Newcastle. Yeah. Like he really has been one of the best halves in the comp. Yeah. But Cronk is better. Cronk and is and better. it's how he kind of handles the team and controls the team. Like he won a grand final not being able to play. That's it. And he like, couldn't play. The things about these are the things you don't see as a fan, but the whole Cooper Cronk package. Like Mitch Pearce on game day might do what he's doing at the Knights right now, but you, you ask anybody at the Roosters what Cronk's brought to that club is outside of eighty minutes is way more valuable than anything Pearce did. There's a reason why he's a he's a, a life member now. People laugh at it because I only played forty odd games or whatever for them, but. You forget as a fan sometimes that behind those closed doors, eighty minutes of the week is like the shortest part of their week. Mm. Their training sessions are longer than the game. The rest of that week matters so much more behind closed doors. And Kronk is like, in, in terms of, you've all heard him speak about everything, mate. He is like a savant. He understands it much more than anybody else. He, he changed that club, not not off the field. Culture. But he, changed, the, he changed the culture the, of the club. The on, I feel like the on-field culture, mate. Like they, they used to, they, these, this team was a bit of a choking team before he got there, like in the, in the finals. Always would get to that stage. And they just didn't have someone who just knew how to win. No. Because a lot, like, we had a few guys who were there from the 2013 grand final, but they didn't have a guy who was just expected to win every single game. And Cooper goes in every game expecting to win. That's it. And I remember hearing, like, the Roosters playing saying, players saying after the grand final, the day they heard Kronk was playing, they knew they won that grand final. Which is, and I think, the, uh, conversely, the opposition, as soon as they found out he was playing, they probably saw something similar because that, that gets in your head. It got in their heads, but they ran at him way too much. They tried to run at him the whole game and it didn't, didn't work. Yeah. And then he's like, he just. Stood up, he yeah. put on big hits. That's it. Anyway, next question from Warwick Ahern, who just signed up for Patreon to get in. He said, uh, Smart. Hungover was purchase of the day. Get behind some quality rugby league content. Good suggestion. Anyway, he says, this is for Matty Warwick again. Please discuss your all-time greatest wrestler and why is it Ken Smith? <laughs> <laughs> okay. He's definitely in the top five, isn't he? He's, <laughs> He's got to be in the top five, Cam Smith. Mate, he's right he argues there. with the referees. He actually is a wrestler, I'm pretty sure. Mate, he's so you know? good, eh? All he needs to do is like, just yell at the crowd and throw the finger up or whatever. He's the, one of the ultimate heels. If he was six inches taller, Vince would have signed him up as oh, a heel definitely. years That's ago. It. But if we are going like legit, legit wrestlers, yeah. 
The best of all time mate, is still Shawn Michaels. He's the number one guy of all time. Like, is this like all pack, like the whole round package? Hey, yeah, yeah. Because it's just like the performance, the look, uh, what he did in the ring, like he, his ability athletically, but then mm. also tell stories. Like and to come back from a, a serious back injury where his career was over, and then come back and be better than he was before yeah. is very much unheard of. So he was also one of my first favorites when I was a kid. And he sang his own theme song. Yeah, he's. That's the dream, isn't it? To have your own theme song about yourself. Yeah. P- part of the whole package is that theme song. Hey, like, yeah. it's so iconic too. Ah, ah, ah. Well, we found. We found, this, we found this week's uh, fine. exit music. And the <laughs> terrible, terrible way he sings doesn't matter because no, he's the man. He was the man because he, he just, thinks he's cute, but he knows he's, he's sexy. sexy. Exactly. It's yeah. kind of weird looking at that song now because like his eyes have gone all weird. Yes. And now he has bung eyes looking different directions. <laughs> yes. But he's still the sexy boy. He, he is. is. And um, for me, the other guys, like, I watched wrestling as a young fella, not like now that you guys do, but the other two for me is I loved Chris Jericho. Yeah. And he's, mate, he's almost in his 50s and still a man. this new AEW company, he is the best guy there. And he's still with a sloppy rig, doesn't matter. He doesn't, doesn't care. He's got yeah. that dad bod rocking. And like the rock is obvious. Yeah. It's a lazy pick. Too but, obvious. Like, I think Brock Lesnar's another one. Yeah. People, when you talk about people Brock. that, you know, I think to say the best wrestler, I always look at it as who transcends hmm. wrestling. I have two. Mine are Edge, obviously, arguably the best heel of all time. I didn't okay. like Edge. So, so many, so many memorable matches, so many memorable feuds with John Cena, with the Undertaker, every, mm-hmm. everything he did for so many years, the Money in the Banks, everything. Loved Edge, and then CM Punk was the other guy for me. Just oh like my. the last time wrestling was truly amazing. The last time when it was like I didn't miss a second of Raw. Adult. I watched as an adult. You got yeah, to remember yeah, yeah. too. Like was after he cut that pipe bomb promo and yeah. the year or so after that. Basically, he was just money every yeah. week for like a year and a half. Yeah, and no, I don't I think... And what was that, 2011, 2012? Mm. I don't think anyone has really caught... Maybe Daniel Bryan a little bit in that WrestleMania run a couple of years later, yeah. but not to the, for the same length of time. And I don't think anyone has really sort of captured the public interest to that extent since then. Or even in the few years before it. There's probably like... Before that CM Punk thing, I can't really think of the last time where... It was like like people were so in. They were like, I can't miss a second of yeah. this because something crazy is going. You probably have to go all the way back to Rock and Austin. Mm. And do you know who my controversial pick is? Yeah, Cena. Yeah, in ring, maybe not, but but everything he yeah. does in the pack and yeah, everything he does. I is don't amazing. think anyone would like call you like an idiot. For yeah, saying but that I think a lot of like, a lot of marks sure but will complain about because he's in ring. You know, his work isn't as good. But that's that. At the end of the day, that doesn't matter. If people are paying to see you, that means you know, you're good at what you do. Yeah, and he's you know he's been that guy for so long now. He had ten years as the top guy in WWE. So yeah, and what he mentioned with Brock, by the way, is he was one of those guys when I first saw him. He did a shooting star press really early in his career. Yeah, he's massive. That size, yeah. Those are the those are the specimens in any sports. The guys' just, athleticism is way out of what their body should do. Like yeah. when you see the when you saw you know George Rose ten years ago and make a line break and score from thirty out. It's like how did the man that fat run that fast? <laughs> Brock's like not obviously not from fat, but from size. Just being an sense. enormous human being who. Yeah. Grew up on a farm carrying logs. Yeah, that's that's how he it. didn't even go to a gym. He just carried logs around. That's it. That's great. Like, I'm surprised you didn't say Matty Warburg, by the way, Bungo. That's hurt my feelings a little Matt, bit, but we'll move on from that. Yet. Okay. Oh, He's just giving you a challenge to become the greatest. Okay. Okay. All you have to do is become more engrossing than CM Punk was in 2011. Okay. Easy. <laughs> so I'll just start saying truth bombs? Yeah. Drop, drop some pipe bombs, Oh, mate. I have a few for you. Oh. We'll save that. <laughs> Patreon content. I say yeah. mean things about Bungo. Oh, people, people will sign up. 
Mate, we could do a, take of money. We do a roast. Ando yeah, creates we'll a talk. new level of donation just to just to be a part yeah. of this. I was actually at your roast of uh, M. Bungard at his bucks. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we, we actually did have an official bu- I feel like I hit back pretty strongly yeah, at the end. It was good from you. Thank you. It was a good return from you. But yeah. anyway, Warwick's uh, final question there. If you could put together a four-person commentating team from any sport, who are you taking? Oh. Do we have to pick... Is JR on it? <laughs> I'm, you know who I'm definitely putting on? I know I'm a huge Rogan mark, but yeah. Joe Rogan, for the just the passion and love that he has for sport, yeah. where when he's watching it, you, I don't know if you saw last week, he had the reaction to a knockout, and he's just like, ah! And he's freaking out just because he loves so much. I think you've got to have, have someone like that in there to just, like the person who just loves the sport so much. Yeah, mine would be... Can we, do, can we go people at their peaks, or do we have to yes, go now? Yes, not the whole definitely. career. Okay, so mine would be peak Rabs, Peak Martin Tyler. Oh, God, he sucks now. He does suck now, but... Martin Tyler's so bad now. He's worse than Rabs the now. Ra- he's had a sharper decline than Rabs, I think. But Peak Rabs, Peak Martin Tyler, Vin Scully, and... Who's Vin Scully? He's the voice of baseball, basically. Okay. He's the, he was the Dodgers play-by-play guy for like 60 years. Hmm. Um, and Charles Barkley. Yeah, Barkley's a good choice. That's Bar- a fun team. That is a fun team. Like, I think... I enjoy Vossi more than Rabs because Vossi is like we said about Ro- Rogan is like he's just insanely in love with the sport. You know, and you you know he's enjoying it. Yeah. Like he would do that for free. He would be one hundred percent. Like I've got some Vossi stories. I don't know how many I can share on here, but there was a lot of work he was doing for free a few years ago, and our, the uh, channel on were going to burn their old archives, and he went for free and was doing that work. Have you? Because it. What's I called? heard about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're boots and all, and he has to have that sh- the show and all that. Yeah. He actually got all the footage for that, and yeah. he has a tape. With all that lost footage, he's the only bloke that has it. Yeah. So when he left nine, he took that tape and he has all this like insane, funny, ridiculous, random footage from then. Oh, yeah. so who forgot? Who? Richie Benno. Oh, no, that's a bad miss from us. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that whole... <laughs> so the Richie Benno and Joe Rogan oh, doing commentary together? Right. So Richie, uh, have, you tr- have you tried PCP? <laughs> Just, just Richie Benno having a joint with him. Yeah, oh, you true. know what? I'd, I'd watch it. Ah, this is marvelous. <laughs> oh, this marvelous. this green is. <laughs> you could just say the Australian cricket commentary team from the mid nineties as the answer. Like that just, is true. Just Bill Laurie, Ian Chappell, Tony Gregg, and Richie. I was about to say they peaked like late nineties, early thousands. The it's team weird was that it so peaked good. with the team also being the greatest team of all time. Like we were so spoiled and we didn't know it then. Like cricket as a broadcast sport, will never get better for Australians than in that time I mean, period. cricket's dying, let's be honest. It is like, dying. What's cricket doing anymore now? Nah. Who's, yeah, who's taking their kids down to the cricket on the Sunday? I saw a game the other day, barely yeah. any fans. <laughs> yeah. No one's watching it. There were so it. few people there. Aaron Finch hit a six, some Kiwi guy had to go get he the ball. He had to go in the crowd to get the ball. Yeah, that's, ridiculous. Can, that's, that's when you know cricket's struggling. Empty SCG. Like, the when the Ashes aren't on now, nobody gives a shit. No. I mean, that sounds like a broad stroke. So you no, know, I like, think you're right. Like, I genuinely had no idea that this one-day series was on until me and Eddie were at a pub on Friday, and he goes, oh, let's go watch the cricket. And I was like, what are yeah. you talking about? We were talking the other day Eddie, about this. Eddie, it's like, footy season. Get, get cricket out of my face. We were talking the other day about this. So, if I had a kid, there is, like, zero chance they're playing cricket. Yeah. Oh, no, you don't want to sit around all day. Yeah. And, like, no. other summer sports, like, basketball's a viable option, like, thing yeah. now. Like, I played when I was a kid, but, like, my school had, a, like, oh, we have one team and that's it. And I wasn't good enough, obviously. My school had all these Serbian kids and stuff in it. Like, and we had you two had guys. Who dreams. Who, and they wouldn't, they yeah. wouldn't let you oh, play. Oh, we had, we had t- I played, like, club basketball and I played yeah. at school and I was terrible. It got awful. But we had a couple of guys who played for the state, so I was never had a chance to get yeah. that team. But it was, like, one team and then that's it. Oh. So it's like, but, but now it's there's like, I know my high school has multiple teams. It's fine. That, that sport's growing. It's over in an hour. Any, that's the thing. That's the whole thing is parents don't want to sit. Cricket is so long. Yeah. Parents don't want to get up at 7.30 and sit at a park till midday to watch their kid 
maybe bat for 10 minutes. Yes, and buy those pads. Oh, cricket equipment is so much more expensive than... Like, you, I, got, I got one pair of new soccer boots every five odd years. Not yeah. an expensive sport to play. Yeah, my I had boots and, a, and rugby balls. That's it. And then, like, yeah, your dad doesn't have to take you down to the nets and, and do throwdowns for seven hours in the week to get you ready for the weekend. Yeah, screw it. Knocking in a bat. Who has the time? Yeah, not me. Right. Anyway, uh, next question from uh, Michael Down seventy nine. Do you know? Did you know Luke Longley used to play rugby league in Perth prior to his basketball career? I did not know that. Did you? No, I didn't keep up on the rugby league in Perth of the late eighties. <laughs> I heard that was actually one of the strongest decades for Perth. Rugby League, though. <laughs> late 80s. I can't get. Well, yeah. I, all, all I'm thinking in my head is I'm picturing him at like 12 years old, but seven foot tall. Yeah. Yes. Just like on the Andy, wing. Like Andy Reid. Imagine Cooper Cronk just chipping to Luke Longley. Perfect. Be great. Mate, uh, and Michael Darren 79 again. If the team's. Sorry, if the team calls for a captain's challenge and a knock on at acting half is spotted, can the bunker rule on what they've seen, even if the knock on wasn't challenged? Sorry if that doesn't make sense. Okay, you're saying if they caught, challenged something else and then there was a well, different thing that happened? I oh. think it would work because that's what the bunker does now, right? They yeah. check everything. Yeah. Like the ref goes, oh, I want to check grounding, but they check the offside and they check everything else anyway. So I think it would work the same way, right? Yeah, I don't, I don't think you have to worry about it being too overcomplicated now because all they're doing is dumbass meathead forwards are challenging when someone, they just clean drop it. That's all that's been happening so far. Uh, next question comes from Corey Goats. Uh, was the bunker really created for a pandemic like the coronavirus? If so, how many toilet rolls are stored there and we'll be able, we'll be able to bail the clubs out? That's what the fund is. They've got the hidden future funds underneath the bunker. It's toilet all in toilet roll. paper. <laughs> He's like, you guys thought I was stupid buying all this, but now have a look at me. Yeah. I'm about well, to save rugby league. Well, the, uh, the ironic thing is I know today the bunker's having problems. If you, I think the NRL games don't have the actual bunker working. I believe it's a mobile, mobile bunker this week. So it's a bit funny the day the pandemic's kind of... Uh, sorry, the more shutdowns they announced that the thing called the bunker, you can't bunk down at. That's fair. Uh, next question comes from Joey is going again. Is there any coincidence that Gamut Shibasaki leaving Anthony Seaball coach side and his sudden development with the ability to not drop, drop the football? No, no coincidence. Better coaching. Yeah, that's, that seems fair. So the final Patreon question comes from Lachlan Hancock. What would Vunaval have to do to be renowned as the grubbiest player in the NRL from casual fans? Oh, from casual fans. Man, he's not even renowned by hardcore fans, that. In, in my mind, he's the grubbiest player in the game. It's funny because we legitimately just talked about this because he just threw a flying knee. Yeah, I don't know when this will air, playing. but yeah, he threw a flying knee in the in round one against Manly. Yeah, so. and that's like the fifth time he's done that. And like, how many times can you just decide that's not an accident or he doesn't know the rules or doesn't know this or know that? He's an absolute grub, but because he's a winger, it doesn't count, apparently. <laughs> Wingers get away with that. They do. It's like a few years ago, like he broke Cody Nicarima's shoulder by pushing him. A game was over and he pushed him over an advertising board. Like It's like, oh, good man. Well, like, he's been a grub his whole career, and I'm glad he's leaving rugby league next year. He's going to your beloved Queensland Reds. Yes, my, oh, my beloved Reds, yes. A huge fan. Yep. Great fan. Yeah. Anyway, next question. <laughs> okay, this one, we've got a survivor-related question finally, which, which is good for Matty here. So it comes from Squatty... Is it? Oh, I've read it, read it wrong here. Squatty99 something. Brilliant for me. Squatty19. On Survivor, how do you know people are filming confessionals and not looking for idols or vice versa? So they basically will... The, you you kind of don't know, but the producers will come up and pull someone aside. And yeah. usually they'll, you know, just say, oh, I'm going for my IV. So most times you kind of know. And you can even see them set up down the beach or whatever yeah. it is. But there's also some people who are very smart who then, after their IV, come back a different direction and actually come back because you have a camera with you and, and, and have a quick sneaky look too. Obviously, we see on the show that 
different players get different numbers of confessionals. Mm. But does everyone get taken away for the same number and they yeah. just don't use some of the yeah. bad players? Or? Well, because it depends how entertaining people are. Like yeah. I've heard, I heard uh, from an unnamed source that they filmed uh, Shane Gould one day for about six and a half hours and she was just talking about horses and mon- like just rambling and the only good thing they got out of that six hours was don't fuck with Shane Gould. Iconic line, oh, wow. though. So, <laughs> but I would they argue take, that yeah. it was worth it. But they take people, and depending on who it is, you know, some people are pretty good at talking. They can get through it quite quickly. Um, but they do it every few days, too. So, sometimes you'll have, like, a lot to catch up on. So, how long are you looking for idols, by the way? Or are you saying only look when there's cameras following you? Well, you ha- you're always looking, mm. but you can only really properly look when the cameras are there. Because if anything is found and the camera's not there, it means nothing. It actually okay. doesn't count. So, if you kind of found one without the cameras, you'd have to be like, cameras are... Just want to go looking for an idol. Yeah, you'd have to do that, and that and that that can happen. Yeah, because if the camera doesn't catch you getting it, then it doesn't count. You know, that's a huge moment. That's good. I'll go back to my old man, who's a massive Survivor fan, who tries to act like he's not one. Uh, and he's he always goes, oh look, they they're always there when they find the idols. Like, well, they have to be there. And like the, the the thing is is they don't show because it would be boring content the hours and hours you spend mm. going through these random trees like all day because it's no one wants to see that. You only want to see the part where they actually find it. Well, luckily when all sports now dead, you guys can probably just show Survivor live on TV. Yep. Like, remember when Big Brother used to do those things where you just watch Big Brother sleep? up late, they're just sleeping in the <laughs> yeah. house. You watch people in Survivor just Man, how disappointing was that when you were like a, like 12 and like, sweet, you're going to see some I just want to see a boob. I miss no. shower time, I'm no, too late. <laughs> they're just sleeping. Damn it. Yeah, Big Brother like that was... That's I went time. through puberty during that time, I feel. Yeah. Up late with hot dogs. But to oh, say, show. Oh, mate, quiz shows for hot dogs. Oh, who was the very attractive girl that hosted the other quiz show? Nikki Osborne. Oh. She's a comedian now. Oh, good mm. for her. Yeah, Jeez, I had a crush on her. Very much a 13-year-old ass rabbit hole. Mate, I think <laughs> I, just, I used to stay up for hours watching just that terrible game show just to see her talking. She was very attractive. God. Imagine, and that's, her job was just to talk. Yeah. She just had to just talk for hours about nothing. And, and Imagine the, people giving you money just to talk. Wouldn't that be crazy? <laughs> and now the kids have hot women in their hands. They just don't get it. They, they have don't little, understand. They get the little phones. Like I couldn't go on the family computer at 11 at night and touch myself. I had to look at quiz shows. Yeah, I'll tell you a story. Like yeah. This is real off topic and no one asked questions about it. But <laughs> I remember once, um, Naked News. We, got, we just got comedy, yeah, comedy channel. I'm like, channel. sweet, I'm going to see some boobies. So I put on the VCR and I put it on record. Mm. And I've programmed it with the old Foxtel where it would change... When yes. that show started to start recording. So my mum thinks I'm recording something else. Cause she usually goes a bit early. I don't know She's stayed up late that night. She's watching Law and Order or whatever. <laughs> All of a sudden, bang, it just turns to the naked news. Oh, yes. I was busted. I used to love watching that. Same thing I'd record. And also, I figured out, not even a genius thing, but on the old analog Foxtels, the really old ones, mm. yeah. That one two three four always, was the default always the password. Yeah. And it didn't tell you on the bill what extra charges were at that point. Couple of naughty movies at twelve years old. Kids these days. I don't know what dad was doing when mum got the bill. Like, what, Mate, what your, been, your dad, yeah, your dad definitely copped it as well. <laughs> yeah, he did. Your dad said that old. The, your, your dad's that old bloke from that famous viral local news story where they're like seven hundred dollars worth of pay per view porn movies were charged <laughs> to this account, and it's the old couple holding the bill, and the old bloke just looks so guilty. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't me. It was my my foxtel was hacked. <laughs> Uh, so we've had a quick uh, substitution. Hello. Uh, <laughs> Hold the M- board up. M. Warburg out, D. Roots in. Hello, everyone. Dale, hello. Hello, are we? Mate, good, mate. First episode of the season for D. Roots. First yeah. quarter episode don't, don't of the season. behind the curtain. The other yeah, ones we're going to do know? later are going to air before oh, yeah. this one. Uh, God damn it. I even spoke Ooh. to you about this before the podcast. I and warned I you. Really played yourself. Yeah. Lads. Well, I mean, it's going to be an obvious sub in any way that yeah. it was out of order. Anyway, yep. he's uh, been held late at work thanks to coronavirus and similar things or whatever. Thanks to whoever worked on the Penrith game. You really made my life a living hell, but that's yeah. all right. 
I'll forgive you. Okay. Anyway, we'll go back to the questions. We're rolling through here. We've just done the Patreon questions, which is great. Just oh. the first non-Patreon. And, and I'd just like to say, just because I haven't had the opportunity, thank you to all of our Patreon supporters. It, it means a hell of a lot to us. Again, it does. there will be two other episodes. Neither we, of you are getting how this works. No, we are getting This is an audio format. <laughs> <laughs> I get that. And we say things and people pay to listen to them now. And that's it. This is what you pay for, literally now. I can Also, I did realise I've lost the thing that I can no longer say, like, fuck you, this is free. <laughs> I have to put like an asterisk on that. Fuck you, by the 34 of you or so. They pay for this. Anyway, next question from Mark Hindle 29 When will the Leilua Brothers be recognised as the greatest combination in the history of our great game? Uh, probably the second... Greatest, premi- com- greatest yeah. combination. Probably the second premiership of the Tigers. Yeah, so, the next, third, so next year. Yeah, next year. So I, I hate it when they pander to you in the questions. <laughs> I do I like hate it. it. It's almost the best part of the podcast. It's good content. Um, I, did, I did find it funny that Leilua, Joey that is, moves to a Sydney club and it's the Tigers who are like club and all of a sudden he's like the favourite for signing of the season. As a guy, people like last year were picking out of their race, sorry, out of their Raiders best 17 is now going to be signing of the season. I mean, I like the take, but it's just funny the momentum a Sydney club can give some certain players. I like that you called them the, your race 17, just because yes. there's a brown bloke. Yes. <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway. Just Davies, 90. How high is trolling South Juniors with the Roosters jersey after back-to-back premierships and Warburg's wrestling achievement list? Oh no, he just left and he just told us his story. Well, it's, he did tell he did tell us the story. Wait, was that on air? Or it was off, off the air. Oh, uh, uh, how do you you, you know this work bungard? Yeah, <laughs> um, a uh, a South fan with actual missing teeth started yelling shit at him at South Juniors when he was wrestling on Thursday night, and it's it's almost like too easy. It's definitely too easy. Anyone wins that argument. He said he didn't even make a teeth joke because he just couldn't. Like you literally say Souths at that guy, and that's still a funny joke now. Yep, that's fair. Souths. Simon score three nine three. No, that's a comment on someone else's thing. Get out of here. We'll take that as a comment. Bredo's back. That I should have prioritised this as a Patreon guy. But anyway, he says the season gets cancelled. Can we end the ninety seven debate and play Brisbane versus Newcastle? First half on the SFS ruined. The second half at QE two in Brisbane. Yes. Playing on the QE- ruins. I see is, no it, problem. What's on the site of QE2 now? I think it's still No, there, it's still an athletic site. Oh, is it? I thought they yeah. got like apartments or something. No, no, no. It's, it's, uh, it's uh, Queensland. Oh, that's yeah, terrible. Um, It's Queensland Athletics oh, Centre. Yeah, go. but it is falling apart. Yeah, the the Brisbane Royal Women's Team play there every now and then and it's a legitimate... It's worse than Ballymore. It has um like... Doesn't it have like plants and stuff growing into yeah. the commentary yeah. box at QE2 there? Yeah, it's awful. And I think they're looking at like redeveloping it or similar. I mean, and I don't know if that's got any future with the second Queensland team. Mm. Maybe, maybe it does. But we, we uh, yeah, we'll see. We're going to do an expansion. Bungard, you're, you're into apartments. Yes. Do you think there could be apartments there? Um, sure. Well, actually, as as someone who lives in an apartment that's built on shaky ground, I wouldn't recommend it. Much like mm-hmm. this podcast, really. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, next question. Good to have you back, Dale. Those are the quips of fans have missed. That's, that's what the punters are here for. Yeah. That's what they're paying for, put it that way. Yeah. Uh, Dane Jones Scott Anger says, could the little brothers be the brother tag team? It probably means the best brother tag team mm. since the Steiner Bros. Well, you, you're a brothers tag team guy, Bungard. Who are the best brothers tag team in wrestling? Well, Edge and Christian. The Dudleys. Well, yeah. the, Dud- the, the, Dud- the Dudleys. I know. I mean, what are we talking about? The Steiner Brothers Get here. Get the hell are out they? of here. The Steiner Brothers. Are they... They're nowhere near the top. No, ridiculous. There was a there was a trio of brothers that were the best trio Correct. of teams at the same time. Terrible. Outrageous. Yeah. And then you've got the Bella Twins as well. Also better than the Steiner Brothers. And that's past so, my time. Is that the, the, the girls now? One married John Cena, the other... Sorry, was engaged to John Cena. The other one married Daniel Bryan. I think you said the other one married John Cena for a second. Wouldn't there. that be a twist? <laughs> 
Uh, Moretti SYD. So uh, Blake. Oh, Moretti's- also Kane and the Undertaker. What are we doing here? Uh, we're talking real brothers. <laughs> no, Edge and Christian yeah. weren't real brothers. Either. The Dudleys might. Yeah, be you, you don't think the Dudleys were really related? <laughs> Wait, who knows with these pigments? You know, these days. No, true. Uh, Moretti SYD changed his handle, old Blake Moretti. He's back. He said, with a, still punching <laughs> his league, though, punching Doyle's he is over here, mm, Moretti. Very true. He says, with the likelihood of all soccer leagues in Europe being suspended for the remainder of their seasons, is it time to bring up the potential circumstances that Leeds will miss out on qualifying for the Prem again? Oh, I God. really am not. I'm not emotionally prepared. <laughs> is this not the most Leeds and Liverpool thing at the same time? They're, Liverpool will still get that title. They will. Yeah. But if these games aren't played, will promotion and relegation happen? Uh, well, they're talking about having 22 teams in the Prem next year. It's dumb. Just relegate so the They're going to send one down. Yeah. The confirmed... Yeah, I think they'll con- confirm one and then 22 teams. It'll be like, uh, it'll be like the, the early Prem days. I'm literally copying this from another podcast, but it was a very interesting point that they discussed earlier in the week on, another, on a football podcast I listened to. The most logical thing to do is to... Um, put the financial burden on the Euros because it's a tournament that's stretched across like 12 different countries yeah. rather than one place and then and it, and as a result is the is the best equipped tournament or league to uh, bear the brunt of any sort of financial loss so the most logical thing for me I think is you play the Euros in the summer of 2021 rather than 2020 yep. and this season just finishes in June okay yeah I don't see an issue with that. The, uh, the the women's Euros are in twenty twenty one, and you could just have you could have like the the men's and women's T twenty tournament yeah. now. You just play maybe play one. I, are the women's ones in one city or are they all? They're all in the across? Netherlands. Okay, so like you could just move games out of the Netherlands for the men's Euros. Yeah. Have the women's tournament there. Have yeah. the men's tournament run after it, for example. So Bungard, I know you're a large Leeds conspiracy guy about the, the football the league are corrupt keeping them and they down. do hate us. Yes. Are you willing to rule out their involvement in the coronavirus? I'm not. When we start going up, are we willing to just put a line through that? I don't think we are. I don't think we can rule it out. They they truly do want to keep us down. Mm. We are their cash cow. They are corrupt. They're the most incompetent <laughs> bunch yes. of cheats in the world. The <laughs> AFL. Don't get me started. Okay, uh, next question comes from... No, it's already already we answered that one. Comes from Sharks Obsessed. If you could pick... One player to get coronavirus from your team, who would have been why? Oh, well, I mean, it's not lethal to anyone. So if you want me to give someone like a, a mild inconvenience for a healthy athlete, who would I want mildly inconvenienced is what you're saying. I, I think your the- your answer should be Jack Bird. Well, Darius Boyd's old enough to die from it. Yeah. So, <laughs> Darius Boyd. They interviewed, they interviewed uh, Camp Smith on the on the Fox pregame today, and I was like, shouldn't you be further away from him? <laughs> That's it. Fucking hell. <laughs> what? <laughs> Um, I love all of my red and green sons equally and wish no ill will upon them. And mm. if one well, of them got coronavirus, they might go near Wayne Bennett and then he'd die. That's it. That, so, is, that no, is a genuine concern. None of them. Well, Tom or Liam Burgess couldn't catch it. So that's, <laughs> that's a, a very one. good point. Got him. Stolen that from all the Bronson Cherry jokes. Very good. <laughs> what did Neville Southall tweet? People say that I you should just wear gloves. People said that when I wore mine, I called fuck all. Yeah, that's, that's it. That's very good. <laughs> Not bad uh, for a bloke who played 600 first-rade games. He did. Uh, Sharks Obsessed has, has asked as well. He's asked, has Dale got coronavirus? He does not. He had a check yesterday. Do you actually? Yeah, I did. Do we have to self-isolate now? No. I am working home for the next two weeks. Yeah, like, I don't, yeah, I don't think you we're... You don't have to worry about us isolating you, I don't guard. think we're... If you want to spend time alone, we'll just... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll, just it'll just be normal for you. Yeah. It's, it's true. People are repulsed by me. He's <laughs> yeah. figuring out how introverts work. Yeah. yeah. Uh, RCB Shark says, should we just postpone the league a month and then cram games into the schedule? Into the NRL? Well, 
I, I don't understand. Like, we've got uh, how many how many rounds do we? we've got? Twenty four games a season. Twenty yeah. So each team plays twenty four games. Mm. So they play. If if push comes to shove, I think the thing that they will do is they will just everybody plays each other once. I, I have the solution. This is the one we're waiting for, Bungard. We cancel Origin. <laughs> I was oh. going to say the same thing. We get mm. weeks back. We cancel Origin. They'll never do it because they're cowards. But it's the most logical thing. Origin to do. go post season again. I yep. did. I did enjoy the the Bennett. Uh, suggestion of play was it play, play all it the all games council. in Darwin so it's warm yeah it's yeah. apparently less likely to catch it in warm areas so yeah that is interesting okay. he said some scientists said it and oh if well and if you quote sources sources say, say and I mean Bain, who am I to argue with Wayne Bennett about Wayne Bennett is 400 years old so you know yeah. I see no problems here that's it um, well he's you know he's an ectotherm he wants to go out there himself and rely on the heat of the north <laughs> but yeah, it's one of those Very things true. that there's honestly, like, everyone's, it's all fun to talk about these, the, the potential things that we can do to coronavirus or whatever, but, like, me or you sitting on this couch have no idea if the, you know, pandemic, in air quotes, is over in two weeks, four weeks, or four months. Like, yeah. It's, it's easy to plan, but it's like, it's one of those, and Errol and Alice are right, they have to write down, like, 17 plans. I did, I did uh, read something the other day that was. Was very was very similar to that. Like we're in legitimately uncharted territory here. Yeah, that's it. And then he's asked, "Are you confident in the RLC?" Well, I mean, we, we, we crisis merchants in general around the, around this game, but I'm confident in general with people who run our game. In, yeah, overall, I am. The game has grown very well the last few years. Yeah, yeah. they have the best. They have their best interests at heart. They do. Uh, anyway, next question comes from Swarzy. Should supermarkets hold toilet paper? On a pole matches in order to sort out customers. Yes, <laughs> yes. The, the the viral video of that woman, the, the older lady getting punched by the uh, the island woman. They both got charged. That's right, my local so. Woolworths. Good. That's so. Yaguna is not your local Woolworths. No, it's it Jalora. I'm in Strathfield. Ah, oh, true. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's, people forget it's my local and uh, has a robot that cleans the floor. That's awesome. Very strange. Tell me more about the robot. Uh, it goes boop boop. Watch <sighs> out. Well, awesome. well, I'm up on the North Shore. Also, it has a name now. badge, which is really weird. <laughs> and the toilet paper hasn't been a crisis in the local to- toilet uh, Woolworths. That's because all the old people up there are incontinent. They don't they don't poop anything. Yeah, I was going to say how how, how are the uh, how are the adult nappies going? That's though? it. That's it. The do- <laughs> crisis levels there. That's it. Oh well. But anyway, next question. This is seems to be some form of new what do you call it? parody account, joke account, Facebook NRL. This th- I saw this and I was like, this is good. Is narrative about Greenberg and all cats spelt wrong, overblown, agenda fuel click farming for ostracized lower-class sheep that conveniently ignores his financial and social compliments in ever-changing media and sporting landscape? Or did he do a Super League and COVID-19? Yes. <laughs> Love your show. Cheers. That is a very much a Facebook Rugby League fan question. Very well done. I, One of my favorite Facebook groups, may I just add, is pretend it's like Facebook, but we all pretend to be boomers. Yeah. And it's just like posting photos of the roof and being like, I'm so proud of my son, Jim. How do I do my best reading ever on this podcast of a question spelt incorrectly with I no grammar? I cannot believe you read that correctly. <laughs> yeah. I read it all through correctly. I'm proud of you. Man, that's what we need. We need less grammar, <laughs> apparently, for my stupid always brain. Been, that's always been the problem. Uh, V8 Tiger, why do only ex-sharks go on Survivor? Which ex-general player would you, like to, you guys like to see on the show? It's unfortunate Wahlberg left when we got to more Survivor questions, but here we are. Um... What NRL player would you like to see on Survivor, Bungard? X, X. NRL player. Oh, um, and Ooh. and it can't be an X Sharks player. Oh, okay. 
Um, okay, okay, well, I'm going to give one, and he's already on TV enough anyway. I'm going to go Gordon Tallis because he's almost clinically insane. He, he is, might kill somebody. He is. <laughs> he is unwell. <laughs> yeah, like, he's an angry man. I mean, I, I respect Gordon. He's always got behind his cakes, and he wasn't afraid of getting in Matt Lodge's face. I was Matt about Lodge to mention that. Yeah. Said, oh. say it to my face, and he did say it to I, my I, was like, I think I've got one. You want, you want someone that's going to backstab, he's going he's gonna to cheat at challenges, he's going to yeah. try and blindside everyone he can. James Maloney. James Maloney. Yeah, good Mate, call. Greg Bird would be in that same no, basket. No, no, no. no. We're, not, uh, we're not doing that. Jamie Lyon. God. Well, well Jamie Lyon pig shoots pigs. pigs. Yeah, so, exactly. like, he'd be, he'd be carving up some Or, uh, and I, oh God, who else was I going to say? Jamie Lyon was one. Anyway, it's left me. Okay. Yeah, okay. <clears throat> Next question. Oh, actually, no, I want to see Martin Kennedy. <laughs> oh, say, I sorry. Like, you know stealing who I, the wildlife. Who I was going to say? <laughs> Carl Webb. Oh. What's he motor, doing with this? He's, he's got motor disease. Oh, this he does week, too. My apologies. <laughs> Come on, Dale. My apologies. But we want to see him being a survivor of that disease. We do. We absolutely do. Oh, I didn't think you were talking about the TV show. <laughs> yeah. Just thought in general. <laughs> That's it. Generally, we don't want to see survive of XML players. <laughs> Great question. Thanks, mate. <laughs> okay. Next question for David Hunter. In England, there has been talk of the NRL using... That reported surplus of funding to buy Super League. Good idea or no one in Australia Well, they're going to be using that surplus to pay the players in about three weeks. Yeah, that surplus is not a thing anymore. Um, I I do think buying them is a good idea if it ends up happening because consolidation of those two leagues makes a lot of sense and it opens up a lot of possibilities. But... um, yeah, it's What's not a, happening right that, now. That surplus has gone the way of the federal government surplus. It has, that's it. <clears throat> David Hunter again, if they stop the season, could the Broncos, Dolphins, Jets, Crusher, etc. play out around Robins with the remaining healthy players that decide to get to be the two Brisbane teams? Got them. Yes. Yes, I mean, <laughs> one-eyed Tigers, it's time to start cracking open each other's heads, no, each other's heads open and feasting on the good Ah, uh, Yes, I would, Kent. <laughs> David Hunter again, if the Tigers lose today by less than four and the other games finish with a larger margin, they will be ninth. Should we just finish the season already and leave them in the usual position? Well, by the time people listen to this, that's either going to be true or it's not. But it will be funny if it is the case. It's very good. Yep. Uh, League God 692. If the season was canned and the, and, the, and the season was decided by 16 people playing out on PlayStation, what's the best exotic market Sportsbet could offer? So we're talking about Rugby League Live 2 and your idea, are we? Well, so yes. So Campo and I have agreed to just play the entire season out on Rugby League 2. So for, effectively, for PlayStation you're, you're, we're having an, like an ENRL concert. Yes. Yeah. Um, but I've already t- asked... Uh, uh, we were asked by Josh why uh, if we could gamble on it, and he, as he is the biggest degenerate that we know, that's not surprising that he would ask that. True. Um, and I, I said to him, load up on Kirk Reynolds in forty twenties because I will be doing that every time Big Kirk gets the ball. Good. Yeah. Not so- a po- not a, just quietly. If the, uh, bring an e- bring an ENRL out, like why not? Is it like get a get this get shit rugby league two on PS two, make it happen Twitch, get it out there. You know. God. We can have the play. We, it can be like the E League. We can have like old degenerate dudes wearing fucking skin tight rugby league jerseys. It's great TV. <laughs> okay, um, is that, is that might be the last question. No, it's not. Simon is one of Hi, police are coming around to search for a USB stick. Where would your best hiding spot be if you had to hide one from the cops? You'd just eat it, right? Yes. Well, it'd be, it wouldn't be. It wouldn't be anywhere around here. Wouldn't leave it near here. Any uh, any fast food joints? Around your place, wouldn't we'll leave it around here. Oh, great joke by you! I don't. I think that's yeah. going to go over a lot of <laughs> listeners' heads. That's one for this, us in uh, in that's Coleman. R- yeah, <laughs> no, that was, that's one for the A League aficionados. Yeah. But rest assured, it was very funny. It was. Uh, you you you'd put it with all your magnets. That's where I would put it. <laughs> no, because I assume with the question, you want it needs to still work afterwards. 
So you're saying the, the police are chasing me, I have evidence on the USB, but not enough yet to get myself off, so I have to hide the USB. Yeah. <laughs> so you can't just like flush it down the toilet because it's gone. Okay. You have, to, you have to eat it. You have to eat it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good. I don't think they can have a warrant for your stomach. Is that a thing? The cops... Like, they can't. They can't. They're not... They're, Surely that's a thing. Like, surely people eat stuff all the time when the cops are looking for it. Mm. Well, yes, that's how everyone me. dies of overdose at music festivals. No, yes. no, not that stuff. Like other things. <laughs> like, the other, the other stuff. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. <laughs> that's how they die at music festivals. Jesus. Uh, so that's that is the last question we've yep. got from there. But before we before we sign off, we're going to give a shout out to the needy who paid for the needy shout out. Good on Patreon. Mm. So I'm, I'm I'm happy to have you all on board. The uh, the the Patreon subscribers again. We mentioned it earlier. Patreon.com forward slash NRL Boom Rookies. Get behind us all. Anyway, the ones who are getting shout outs. It's a lot of you, by the way, but it's Chris Avnell, Dan Cullinane, Dave, who's messing us got Ozil using a burner online, Mark Latham Pitcher, Carlo, <laughs> who's Joey's go. I don't know how to say your last name, sorry. Is it Tychen? Uh Matty McP25, Roxanne Clark. Good on you, Rox- Roxanne, by the way. I hadn't heard from you much listener in the past, so I'd love your support. And uh, Scotty Finlayson. So there you go. You got your name read out. You paid for it. Enjoy it. Yeah. <laughs> Good areas. But anyway, yeah, once again, we'll say it again. Thanks for the support there. We don't want to hound you all year with Patreon stuff. We'll hound you early so you know it's there. Yeah. There will be bonus content going that way. There will be merch soon. I've got a few things almost done, which would be great. Anyone can buy merch. But yeah, get on Patreon, get behind the podcast. Thanks again. Sure we doing. really do appreciate yeah, it. Yeah, definitely. All That's right. Uh, say goodbye, Mitchell. Goodbye. Say goodbye, Dale. Goodbye, Dale. That's goodbye from me.